flu can be serious. Like COVID-19, it is caused by a virus and it can lead to illnesses such as bronchitis and pneumonia, which may need treatment in hospital. Now, children in particular are super spreaders of flu, so it's important to get them vaccinated to protect them, you and, of course, your loved ones. However, vaccine uptake in Kumtaf Murganug areas are especially low in children aged two and three. So chatting to me now uh, to t- discuss a little bit more about your opportunity to take your two or three-year-old to a vaccination centre this weekend from Kumtaf Murganug University Health Board is Rhiannith Davy. Good morning to you, Rhiannith. Good morning, Gareth. Lovely to be on your radio show this morning. Lovely to talk to you as well. Now, first of all, um, why do children and some young people need a flu vaccination, Rhiannon? The flu that we see circulating every year will vary and it will depend on the region that it's travelled from. And as such, the World Health Organisation makes a flu vaccination every year and it contains different strains of flu that to protect us against, uh, which is why we need a new one every year so it's relevant to the circulating flu for that season. Our two- and three-year-olds and all our children are particularly vulnerable to flu. It's an unpleasant illness. Um, and in, like you mentioned, in uh, children, it can lead to serious complications like bronchitis and pneumonia. Now, of course, we've had COVID-19. Is the influenza virus part of the coronavirus group? Because we've heard about the variants, haven't we, of covid No, indeed. Uh, Flu viruses are very different to corona-type viruses. Um, However, they do circulate seasonally. So we already have corona-type viruses that are in circulation that are different to the COVID-19 that we're currently experiencing. Uh, But flu viruses are different, but they are all respiratory viruses and they uh, can circulate seasonally and we need to be protected against them. If we've got vaccinations to protect us from these diseases, then we should be taking advantage and protecting ourselves from these vaccine-preventable diseases. Right, okay. Thanks for explaining that one. Now, of course, it is important for uh, people of a certain age to get the flu vaccine. I've had mine, I'm pleased to say, but we're not going to talk so much about uh, the elderly people that should pick up on the on the flu vaccinations. Just quickly, it's not just elderly. Anybody over the age of 50, that includes me, All right. Okay. for a seasonal flu vaccination this year. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, that's fine, because you've got to clarify this, because in my mind, of course, it's the over 60s, but as you rightly point out, it's the over 50s then, Rhiannith, is it? Yeah, and there's still plenty of flu vaccination available, both in your GP and in community pharmacy. It's not too late to get it. Good. So how does a flu vaccine help then? So the flu vaccination uses a small amount of um, either weakened or killed virus and after we've uh, had our vaccine it helps our own immune systems to develop their own protection against those strains of flu that were included in that vaccination so if we do come into contact with an actual virus our body will recognize it and be able to fight it off before we become unwell. Okay. Now, a lot of people, um, they're a little bit reluctant sometimes to get themselves vaccinated. We've heard stories about the COVID-19 saga, people afraid of getting the vaccines for that. But of course, it's the same for influenza as well. And their fear is the side effects. So are, are there any side effects? 
So we're talking this morning specifically about children. So we're promoting our um, walk-in vaccination centres this coming weekend. So with relation to children, the vaccinations are very mild and they're very short-lived. So in children who are having that nasal spray, it's not an injection, it's a very quick nasal spray up up each nostril. The side effects from that for those who do experience them, which won't be everybody, some children feel a little bit weak, they might have a reduced appetite or a runny or a stuffy nose. If you want to talk about adults who are still eligible for their flu vaccinations as well, then again, similar sort of side effects. So some uh, adults might feel tired, achy, headachy, possibly have a little bit of a fever, but again, only mild and short-lived within possibly 24 to 48 hour period. What can sometimes be confusing is the time of year that we're giving these vaccinations, so that we're giving them during a season when these respiratory viruses are picking up, more people are getting coughs and colds and sore throats. And sometimes, um, if somebody has a vaccination and then develops some of these symptoms, they will blame the vaccination, saying it's given them that infection, when in actual fact, the flu vaccination will only protect from four specific strains of flu contained within the vaccine. So things like coughs and colds and sore throats are still going to happen. Um, in addition to that, the vaccines, whether it's the nasal spray for children or the injection for adults, take about two weeks to work to develop that full immunity that you're going to gain from that vaccine. And it is possible that during that period, you might actually pick up a flu. Okay. Now, what if a child has a health condition? Is that something that the parents have got to take into account as well? Okay. So children who have health conditions who who, um, would be considered more at risk, but it would be more important then that they had a flu vaccination uh, because potentially they might be more vulnerable. Um, There are children who... um, might not, however, be suitable to have this nasal flu vaccination, um, but it's something that you could discuss with your GP beforehand or on the day at the vaccination centre. The nurses who will be with us this coming weekend are all experienced and will know the correct questions to ask people. So children who have long-term health conditions like um, diabetes or asthma would absolutely be eligible for a vaccination. But for instance, children who have unstable asthma, who've needed intensive care treatment, um, who are currently wheezy, that would be a consideration. Um, and they may not be eligible for that nasal flu, vac- flu vaccination on that day, but they would be able to get an alternative injectable vaccination with their GP. Okay, now we, we're talking about two and three-year-olds for this weekend, mm-hmm. of course, aren't we? But uh, Two and three-year-olds and all children up until the current year 11 in schools. So right. All those children. So what, so what age group is that? About 11, Any, is it? No, 12? 16. Oh, right, OK. You can tell I haven't been to school for a couple of years, can't you? It, it is very confusing, to be fair. So that's children who are 15 and 16 in the current year 11 in school. And the age range starts at children who were two years old as of born on or after the 31st of August last year. Right, OK. Thanks for clearing that one up. So what about young carers then? So young carers, it's really important for them to have a uh, flu vaccination. Uh, The very nature of their title, young carers, means that they're potentially looking after people who are more vulnerable, who may not have been, who even if they've had a flu vaccination themselves, may not have uh, developed the immunity that you would hope they would. So it's important that anybody who comes into contact with them is protected from flu so that we don't transmit flu to them. And then additionally, if that young carer is depended upon, uh, you wouldn't want them to be unwell and not able to provide the 
this caring that they would normally give to that person that they're carer for. Does that make sense? It does indeed. It does make sense. And I've got to ask you this question as well. Can a child have the vaccine if they're allergic to egg? This is a big one, isn't it? It is a big one. So majority of the answer in that case would be yes. So um, a simple egg allergy where a child is intolerant to egg and it might, might give them, for instance, upset tummy or a rash, that would be absolutely fine for them to receive this nasal flu vaccination. Um, but if a child has been very seriously unwell with um, uh, an anaphylactic reaction that has required them ending up in hospital, a reaction to egg, then they wouldn't be suitable for this uh, nasal flu vaccination. There are alternative injectable vaccinations that they can get from their GP. Okay. Now, we've mentioned health conditions. Are there risk groups as well for those eligible for the flu vaccine? Uh, Right. So in addition to the children that we're inviting uh, this weekend into our vaccination centre, so that's those up to current year um, 11, so the 15 and 16-year-olds, Our 17 and up until their 18th birthday year age children are also eligible for this nasal flu vaccination. But that would be uh, from their GP service and then that would be either the nasal flu vaccination or the injection, uh, depending on whatever is suitable once they get to their GP surgery. Um, And then babies and very small children. So the flu vaccination is actually licensed from six months of age for children and babies who are at risk. So that might... um, children with cardiac problems or diabetes, those sort of conditions, or who are immunosuppressed. So from six months to two years of age, um, they are eligible for flu vaccination outside of the programme that we're delivering on the weekend. Um, But that wouldn't be with a nasal flu vaccination. That's not licensed until two years of age. They would um, have alternative injectable vaccination with their GP practice. Okay. Now, if anybody got any doubts about whether their child should have the, the flu vaccine this weekend, we come, uh, we'll discuss where these vaccination centres are in just a sec. Should they check with their doctors first sometime this week? They can absolutely check with their doctor. Uh, they could also check services like NHS Direct or NHS 111. Um, I believe there's information on our um, Comtaf Morganic website as well. But most children absolutely would be uh, suitable. And if they wanted to just come along to a vaccination centre, they could chat with one of our experienced nurses when they got there. Excellent. So where are the vaccination centres then, Rhiannith? So there are five existing community vaccination centres for COVID. So um, we've we've had these centres, most of them have been in place for a year now, and it just seemed to make sense to make the most of them. They are within our community. I think most people know where the one local to them is, um, and they're set up ready to deliver vaccinations. So all the equipment and things that we would need are there ready for us. So, for example, the Bowles Club in Mountain Ash is so, yeah, one of them, isn't I can, it? I can, yeah, so we've got uh, Leader Car Leisure Centre in Merthyr, the Bowles Club in Mountain Ash. I will be there myself. Sanchez uh, and Leisure Centre, Ronda Sports Centre and Ravens Court in Bridgend. Absolutely fantastic. And, and uh, nine till four. I was going to ask you. There we are. Brilliant. <laughs> See, you're on a roll, Rhiannith. You're I on a roll. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Well, listen, thank you very much indeed. And j- just to, f- to wrap it all up, this is really important as well, isn't it? It really is very important. Um, flu is a preventable disease. We know that the complications, particularly in small children, can be very serious, bronchitis and pneumonia. We have a very simple, painless vaccination that will help to protect your child and then the people around them, the people they have contact with, you know, with people maybe who may be vulnerable, grandparents, babies. 
you're protecting them at the same time by protecting your children. Excellent. Rhiannith Davy from Cumtaf Morganag University Health Board. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Rhiannith, for uh, joining us today and talking about this very important subject. Thank you. Thank you for the time.